Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of yeah. the Good Human Podcast. So, over the last few weeks since we put out our mm -hmm. first episode, we've had a number of questions yes. from people who have watched, which is amazing. So, thank you very much for your mm -hmm. questions. We're going to do our best. I've I've actually merged some because we got some questions that were quite similar, so yes. I've merged some into one. Um, really great questions. So we're going to do our best to, to answer a bunch of them today. Also worth noting that we are got member-only content. Yes. So I've selected a few of those questions mm -hmm. to answer for our members over at Good Humans. Yeah, so there's a link members. to the website in the description below. And one of those questions that we've answered for our members is about protein powder mm -hmm. and is it appropriate to be using protein powder? So we talk about that quite in length and we talk about uh, what does a non-processed diet look, look like. like. Yep. So we and go really in-depth in that one. Day-to-day sense. Yeah, yeah, like mm -hmm. what would you eat for your meals? And mm -hmm. So we go really in-depth in that. So that's available in our members-only content, which you can find in the description below. So today we are going to answer some of these questions here. Uh, right, where will I start? <laughs> if I laugh at these questions, it's not because I think they're inherently funny, it's because they're so common they're, as a question, yes. like they're a common problem. Mm -hmm. So this one I definitely came across a bunch of times before. I've got a long history of starting exercise and sticking to it for a few weeks, they say five or six. Um, and then I just seem to lose interest and motivation. I can't figure out how other people just seem to have infinite motivation. Okay. Yes. Do you want to answer to that? Would you let me answer? Go ahead. My first instinct to that question is where... How are you fitting that... Oh, how do I describe this? Is that doing the exercise a difficult habit? How do you make that easier so that you're not just relying for when you're motivated? Because the thing is for people that do exercise regularly is they're not relying on motivation. It's ingrained into them to go every day or every, it's just a part of them. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's an issue of creating a habit and sticking to it so if somebody's and i think that i think the context of the specific question is actually quite good so if somebody's been doing something for five or six weeks mm -hmm. and then they just seem to lose their, their words i just seem to lose interest in motivation i can't figure out how, how other people seem to have infinite motivation mm -hmm. so well you're saying like it's not motivation it's habit right yes so it's five or six weeks maybe just not long enough to build that habit no and i would look at how you're integrating it into your life as well. You know, are you are you going at nine o'clock at night and you're most likely tired and after work and maybe it's easier to go in the morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that. Um, things like, how do you make it easier? So it is a habit, it's not a chore or a thing you have to force yourself to do and think about a lot. That would be my first instinct to that question. Yeah, no, and I think you're probably, I think you're, you're, you're absolutely right. I think there's, um, there's another little bit in here that I find quite interesting as well. I have a long history of starting exercise. Be careful of the narrative that you tell yourself about yourself. Yes. 
because what that reads to me, and it might just be wording, but what that reads to me is this is somebody who had beaten before they started. That, yeah. So when they start something, they already have decided ahead. Of, they don't know that they've decided this, yes. but they've already decided ahead of time that they're not going to stick at. You've got that expectation there. Yeah. I'm probably going to give up after five or six weeks. Mm -hmm. Now, why five or six weeks is their benchmark? It doesn't really matter. For some, for some people, it'll be a couple of weeks. Yes. Also, are you doing things you enjoy? That as well, yeah. <laughs> right? mm -hmm. You know, are you trying to force yourself to play tennis when you suck at tennis and you hate tennis? Yeah. I think tennis is probably pretty cool, but you know, like maybe you hate it. Mm -hmm. Like maybe you're trying to go to an exercise class and you, you don't like the instructor, that. you don't like the vibe. You don't like what you're doing. Or like there's also things like maybe it's not challenging you. In the right ways yeah, yeah like maybe maybe it's just boring mm -hmm. i went to spin class once i hated it i love spin no <laughs> i would never i hate anything to do with bikes i see if that was only for my exercise right i would not be exercising okay i'm telling you right now I love spin. oh my god oh no never again but that's my point i'm sure david goggins once said he went to like four spin classes a day nah if that is hard that's hard <laughs> hated it um but that's the point is I I will never go to spin. Okay, so if you're going to yeah. spin and you hate it and you think that that's what you should be doing, no, find something else. All the sports that I've ended up doing long term have been things that I've loved doing. Yes. Like mountain biking, cycling, hill walking, CrossFit obviously. Mm -hmm. um, like they've all just been things that I've really enjoyed. Yeah. There's been other things I've enjoyed and I've, I've given up or whatever for different reasons, but um, like, I've played basketball and tennis and stuff. I like them, but like, you don't hook me. That and enough to go when you're kind of tired. Yeah, and, yeah, totally. I think maybe how you're approaching it as well. Maybe you're a, a social person, so a social sport can be much better for you. Yeah. So there's another one. Like, see people that go to the gym on their own. Yeah. Brilliant for some people. That. Some folk excel, and maybe that's their time out where they just don't have to deal with anybody. Mm -hmm. But also maybe you need a bit of social interaction yeah, and you don't even realize that to make it enjoyable as yeah, well like maybe you spend all day with work colleagues that you don't gel with yeah i was gonna say that you hate but what about it? have that um, problem <laughs> 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 you know so like then mixing with like-minded people in a class like say brazilian jiu-jitsu or yes. or uh, like a crossfit class or whatever like Maybe you need to find your people. That as well, your sport, your people, yeah. your environment, mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah. So just like paying attention to like, don't just chase the shiny object, mm -hmm. like, or the newest like fad or whatever, and actually spend a wee bit of time about thinking about who you are and what you like doing. Yeah, yeah, that. Um, for me, I'll be honest, one of the things that always keeps me interested in a sport is can I keep progressing at it? Yeah. Like, is it interesting? Mm -hmm. Like, um, skills. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think for some people that'll definitely be like, so like the CrossFit thing for me is definitely because uh, it challenges me that. and it's never stopped. That, I was going to say, you know, I'm like humbled every day. 15 years deep or something mm -hmm. now and um, it, it's it's not something that you just go, oh, that's me done, I'm good enough at that now. Yes, there's always something yeah. to be better at, always. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully that helps. Absolutely. Hopefully that helps. Good question. Uh, okay, so this one is a versions of this anyway are commonly commonly come up. 
I am a 22-year-old female. I see lots of girls lifting weights. I would like to be really strong, but I'm scared of looking masculine and being made fun of. I was bullied at school for having short hair mm. and looking like a boy. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> to be fair, they don't actually ask a specific question, but... <laughs> yeah, I get the vibe, yes. Do you want me to answer? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Go for it. The... I hear you on that, actually, I do. Um, I think the issue here is not the being scared of looking masculine, because some girls love that. Me and my friends all, we say there's no skinny summer anymore, it's school summer. Okay, we want to get, you know? I don't think it is in the looking masculine. I think the issue is here in the individual or people who suffer from this is very much deriving your value and your confidence based on what other people think of you and what they're saying. Because we could flip that question, it could be somebody that's suffering and it could be they're too skinny or they're too feminine and they're too X, Y, Z. But the issue always is you're placing your value as a human being mm. in to other people, what they have to say. Um, yeah, no, I, absolutely. Yeah. I think, ha like, I was never bullied at school, right? So Same. I don't know. Mm. Uh, I do, because I'm not an idiot, know how damaging that could be. Yeah, absolutely. And how much that can feel like it is part of like it stays with you yeah. mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. like it's such a and they don't say the degree to which they were bullied or whatever um you know if they were like it doesn't matter um but how how much that can become like that can govern yeah. your actions as an adult yeah, absolutely and what i one of the things that i sort of try to get people to think about is um not living in the past you mm -hmm. That past you is gone. Mm -hmm. And that past you can only have power over present day you if you make it so. Yep. If you give it. Nothing you can do about past you. We've all had horrors in our past. We've all had bad things happen to us. How we choose to think about those things yes. and how we choose to allow them or not to hang over us. Mm -hmm. I know that people struggle with this when I say it as a choice. Mm -hmm. It's a choice, but you have to keep making that choice. Yes. It's not like you just sit down one day and go, I'm going to choose not to allow that thing to traumatise me anymore. Mm -hmm. You have to work at it and keep, and it'll be easier for some people than others. Yes. Like some people all have um, lived, I don't really need to go down a rabbit hole of trauma here, but I think bullying for a lot of people is massive. It scars you, absolutely. Yeah. Like, um, how people deal with trauma is going to vary massively depending on a lot of things like how that trauma has then affected them over the years and yes. so it's kept coming up yes. or whether or not they've been able to go that was in the past mm -hmm. that was something that happened to me yes. that wasn't my fault mm -mm. I didn't do that thing I'll be perfectly honest though even if there was something that was your fault you can still let that go and forgive yes. yourself yes. and move forward yes. Because you don't have to be that person mm -hmm. that you were when you were 13, 17, 18, 20. It doesn't matter how far in the past. Mm -hmm. If you want to move forward and you want to change, you can put that past behind you. Absolutely. I am not going to say it's easy. No, you just have to not. keep working at it and you have to keep believing that it's possible for yourself. Mm -hmm. It takes a long time. See the 
the change so when we're talking about changing you're you're changing the finding value in what other people are telling you mm. and then finding it within yourself and how do you do it? how do you get gain that confidence within yourself and i truly believe it is in knowing that you wake up every day and you try your best to be a good person you make the best decisions that you can you get up and you go to the gym and you train and you're then you know this young lady or whoever it is is talking about going to the gym and training yeah i'd like to be really strong she says but i'm scared of looking masculine that, and that that tale from the past that i'm being made fun of that you know that you and more so than other people you're choosing to put yourself in a difficult situation you're choosing to do the hard work there's such a sense of value and knowing that you're doing that and confidence that comes with yeah. making those decisions that when somebody would would say to you oh you're looking bulky it's like i don't even why would that even be an insult you know um i i, the, I when you were speaking about it there i was trying to think about i can't relate to the masculine thing but something that people would pick on me about or that kind of stayed with me it's, mm -hmm. when you were talking about it stays with you as you go through to be mm -hmm. an adult and i think i grew up as a chubby kid and people would make fun of me in school i wouldn't have said they bullied me by any means um but that stays with you as an adult and i think even there was times as maybe even a few years ago you still think of yourself as a chubby adult um but it could have been anything i think for me but it was that for me um and a year ago, someone said to me, some boy that I rejected, um, nicely said, I think he made a fat comment, and but I have done so much work in not caring what other people have to say about me. And I know me now as well, and what I was saying about having good values. And they said that chubby comment, and I looked at them and I was like, balls every day in the gym and I eat good and I treat people really nicely you think I even care that you think I would even be fat or even if I was I'm what I'm a good fucking person regardless um and I think that's where you need to focus on when it comes to things like that and gaining that confidence I think um it always takes me back to the same thing and this is quite a difficult position to get to it's easy enough to understand but it's hard to get to is understanding that what people say about you, yeah. what people think about you, mm -hmm. it's none of your business. Yeah. It's all about them. 100%. <laughs> so if they, so that guy saying to you, yeah. like whatever it was he said, say, say just said you're fat, right? That is about his insecurities, yes. his fear, his fear of you, mm -hmm. his fear of rejection. Yep. Like that is all about his lack of confidence. Mm -hmm. Now, that doesn't mean that it doesn't trigger something in you. Yeah, absolutely. But the more you can understand and the more you can start to live in a world where you know that what other people think has got nothing to do with you. Yeah, no. mm -hmm. And most of the time, most of the time it's not verbalised. Yeah. Most of the time you're making up what other people think. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're maybe not doing something because of what people will think of yes. you but that's all you because you've no idea what they think of you so mm -hmm. you're just making those thoughts up mm -hmm. and the more you can live in a world where you realize that the easier it gets to live in that world yes. 
it just takes a lot of practice. It takes time, it yeah. does. And you hit the nail on the head, that, that guy, and I remember thinking at the time, why would I care what you had to say when you're, I'm, it's not cruel, but you're mean enough to say that to another mm. person. I don't care. No. I know I'm a good person. I know I have strong values. And that's where you derive that sense of confidence. And that, yeah. a, a few years ago though, that would have probably like broke me a little mm. bit, but not mm. anymore, you know, totally. So yeah. I really, it's I can journey, relate that journey, absolutely. It's a good journey. And uh, you know, we'll talk about this often. We'll keep yeah. coming back to it because it's so central to so many people's um, yeah. problems as they move through so life. Relatable as well. Is worrying about what other people think mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and being brought down by what other people think. Yes. And it's such a nice place to be. That's when you know your confidence is really up there. It's when like it doesn't touch you. <laughs> In fact, <laughs> honestly, see if somebody says something to me, which by the way, they never do. Mm -hmm. Why not? Because my confidence is scary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because my confidence buffers it. Mm -hmm. There's no vulnerability. The, the, I don't have a vulnerability mm -hmm. that they can pick on. That, yes. And I, I would challenge them to come at me and find it because mm -hmm. I'm not aware of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm actually kind of curious. <laughs> challenge accepted. I, I know. I don't know. Like, I know who I am. Yeah. Um, I know that if they if they came at me and said i can't i don't even know beth right that's how far removed that from it i am i don't even know what people would say to me mm -hmm. like say they, they came at me and said oh you're pretty masculine i'd be like yeah that own it <laughs> yeah. yeah and then i would be like okay for them to come at me with that they're obviously frightened of something mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know maybe me mm -hmm. maybe they're frightened of masculine women mm -hmm. You know, meaning alpha personality. Yeah. You know, maybe the my alphaness um, threatens their masculinity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, so fear, and then the need to try and control me and bring me down. Yes, and make you feel certainly. You Absolutely. know, which of course isn't going to happen. So that's going to be really disappointing for them. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Darn it! And then I end up feeling sorry for them, and you know, whatever. Yeah. We'll move on. <laughs> Great question. <laughs> Uh, right, where have we got to? Um, oh, okay, yeah, I read this one earlier, yeah. Um, I've been doing CrossFit for just over a year. I think this is this is common, right? Mm -hmm. I've been doing CrossFit for just over a year and I don't seem to be getting any better anymore. Everyone else seems to keep hitting PRs, but I'm not. <laughs> am I genetically limited? <laughs> is there something I am doing wrong? Oh. Yeah. yeah, okay. So... I'll start with this mm -hmm. one, right? Um, mostly just because I've been a coach for so many years and I've came across this yes. so often. Mm -hmm. Because if somebody actually makes it to a year of that type of training, they're doing pretty well. Mm -hmm. Like they're doing really well. I would say most people that give up, give up within that first year. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people do give up around about that first year. Because in that first year, they get this incredible linear progression where every time they just like touch the barbell, they can add kilos to it. <gasps> Ten more kilos! <laughs> and some of that's neural adaptation. Some of that's just learning the skill. Some of that is, of course, getting stronger because they've not been doing anything like that before. And, you know, a lot of that at the start is they don't know what heavy means. So they think 25 kilos is heavy and then they think 35 is heavy and then they think 45 is heavy. And they don't realise that it's heavy until it gets to, like, for their 
uh, position at that moment. It's like maybe more like 85, yeah. you know? Um, so in that first year, they get this wonderful linear progression where they just keep getting better at everything. The weights go up, they're having a great time, they're going home, they're telling their friends and their family and everybody's getting so bored, all that and all that. And, uh, punctuated by <laughs> exactly keeping the horns outside, sorry about that. Um, so they're saying that they don't seem to be getting any better now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that linear progression is dying off. Yep, now there's does. a number of reasons that this can happen. They've gone on to say everyone else is, keeps hitting PRs, but I'm not. That might be a fallacy. Yes. Because as soon as you start to feel a little bit down about yourself, you can start to compare yourself to other mm -hmm. people and look for evidence that they're doing better than oh, you are. Yes. Okay, so they look a bit of a fallacy there. Also, they might be looking at people that are training harder. Like, so, which takes me to the next part, which is, am, am I genetically limited? Is there something I'm doing wrong? Actually, there might be. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there might be. I'm going to, so your genetics do matter, but they don't really matter so much in terms of your own personal progression. They might matter in terms of your progression versus my progression, which is irrelevant. Mm -hmm. Okay, so look at you as your own person. Uh, don't look left, don't look right concentrate on you and keep building on you. So that's that's fairly straightforward, simplistic stuff. So say they've got that, right? Mm -hmm. So now they're only worried about themselves and they're like, I'm still not progressing. They've done a year, they've had the linear progression and now they're not, the weights aren't going up, like they feel like they're not like moving forward. They're just about ready to give up. Mm -hmm. What things could they be doing that or what, what could they maybe be doing better? Doing better. You might just be turning up to the this is something to ask yourself, be real with yourself. Are you just turning up to the gym and just going through the motions? Or are you putting in deliberate practice, hard work, pushing yourself? Are you opting to try heavier weights you know, over longer periods of time? Or it could be you're going too heavy too often, you're doing too much. I, did they say how much they trained or that? Uh, they just say they've been doing CrossFit for just over a year. Yeah. Um, straight they up don't back. say how many times a week they're going or anything. Yeah. Lifestyle things. Um, are you in a new stressful job? Like stress, that'll affect. Stress outside of the gym will affect how you perform in the gym. Um, but biggest mistakes are, one, comparing yourself to other people. And two, getting real with what you're doing while you're in the gym and are you working as hard as you think you're working mm -hmm. and if you're following CrossFit program I guess it's different but if you're going into the gym just yourself like is your I think they're just going to they're just saying I'm doing CrossFit for over a year so they're probably going to a class. class if they're in a year they're probably going to a class yes as well so that so I would say like again like just having coached for so long I like the things that I see coming up commonly is people start to go they enjoy it getting easier Yay. so they've reached that like say 25 kilos um say so maybe you're you're for a female that's quite a, a nice weight to put on. you've got your 15 kilo bar with your fives on each end and you're doing thrusters with it and you're like you can snatch it and mm -hmm. stuff and you start to quite like that that feels very doable you're getting yes. quicker with it which is great you know that definitely should be happening form good and all that uh, but maybe you sit on that weight. Mm -hmm. Maybe you've been now sitting on it for a few months because they've only been doing that a year, which means that like 
it's, it's not a very long time and I get that people think it is a long time yeah. and it's like <laughs> I've said to people and I see their horrified little faces in the classes before I've said like yeah your first like three or four years when you're still learning doing this four months and I'm a professional <laughs> I'm ready for the games <laughs> and also realistic expectations about how long it takes you to add weight on to certain movements yeah. I'm trying to add 2.5 right. on to one of my lifts for six fucking months <laughs> okay, okay like that the I don't know month to month you know if you're making progress I think there's another really glaringly obvious thing here that's not mentioned so they don't say how often they're going maybe they're going twice a week yeah it's just not enough like and that's great that's more than you were doing before yeah, that, yeah. you know once a week twice a week like don't let anybody tell you that that is rubbish mm -hmm. but it might not be enough for you to see the progress that you were getting from that once or twice a week like before so now <laughs> this is where it grows arms and legs and why something like crossfit becomes so like compulsively addictive because you start going more because you get better results and like I think that's a pretty good like compulsion to have right there's yeah, like worse you, you could yeah. do you could do worse things mm -hmm. with your time um there's debates over like the addictiveness of crossfit and if that's like healthy or not but I think for most people they're still in the healthy range right like, it's fine <laughs> it's like <laughs> I, I would still debate that it's a lot healthier than spending that time watching netflix and watching other people doing crossfit yeah you know but the other one is what are they eating Mm -hmm. Is there anything I'm doing wrong? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe you're doing everything wrong. <laughs> because although you're showing up to class, let's just say you're going four times a week. But you know, you eating enough. One, the, the going to class four times a week is one so part of the picture. I'll tell you something that, and that, so, deep subject. Something that happens, and I always thought this was mostly just a female problem, but actually it's not. It's a guy problem as well. Um, is the body dysmorphia that can start to happen amongst crossfitters so once you get a little bit more into it and you start seeing changes in yourself but then you see that person that's always in the sports bra mm -hmm. and the booty shorts and you're like oh my god that's amazing mm -hmm. and they've been doing it for six years yes. and you're like why don't i look like that mm -hmm. and they train five days a week six days a week and they watch everything they eat and you're going why don't i and I've just given you the answer. <laughs> um, you know, and also like genetics play a different part, a part in how you're going to, we talked about this a lot yes. last week, you know, and how you're going to look and how, like, don't aspire to look like somebody else. Mm -hmm. Like, that's insane. Mm -hmm. Like, don't look at somebody else and what will look like that. What will look like you? Because mm -hmm. you're fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. And being good with that and being the most amazing version of yourself and putting the work into that rather than trying to replicate somebody else yeah you know so we've gone maybe a wee bit off topic but um the chances are i i would hazard a guess having seen this often some days a year on maybe they need to train a wee bit more often maybe probably their diet is not matching their exercise yes. often it's that they're not eating enough especially mm -hmm. in crossfit uh, and then there's other things as well like what's your sleep like you talked earlier about when in the day are you training yes like i think that was for the last question i think but um something i've noticed is that people that train first thing in the morning 
tend to be the ones that get the best results mm -hmm. and it's got nothing to do with it being at half six in the morning it's because of the habit yeah. they are much less likely to have something get in the way of them coming yeah 100%. so the people that come at half six tend to be very religiously that's when they show up they train go and get on the other day yeah. have stuff to cope yeah yeah like they're not held up at work they're not held up in traffic mm -hmm. you know they've not had a phone call about their kids at school yeah, last or... minute plans yeah yeah you know so um things to consider yeah so uh what next uh, i like these questions yeah these are these are great and i think they, they probably resonate a lot with with um a lot of people a lot of people yeah this will make me laugh. Uh, just because I've heard this so often. Um, my work colleagues make fun of my healthy lunches and it's really annoying me. <laughs> they're hammering processed, <laughs> they are hammering processed food and fizzy drinks and they are judging me with my choices. I've explained to them that I'm trying to lose weight and that my foods make me feel great, I have more energy, my mood and concentration is better, etc. Uh, why do they want me to eat junk like them? It doesn't make sense to me and it's making me want to eat my lunch in the car. <laughs> <laughs> do you know, I, I used to have this exact experience. I think, I, I'm laughing at that because I think that has to be really common. Oh yeah, oh, that'll be probably some of the reasons or a reason that people struggle the most with sticking to a certain way of eating is what it's like when they go to work. You should know that when these people are trying to make you feel bad, it's because they're trying to make themselves feel better. They want you to join in on their less than way of eating to make themselves feel better. So you make them feel bad. Yeah. It justifies the food they're eating. That you bring in your healthy lunch makes them question their lunch. Yeah. They People don't like that uncomfortableness, so they look to resolve it as quickly as they can. So they feel they like you're judging them. That is exactly why. And that's so they're why judging they, you? Yes, <laughs> and I used to, used to people used to force cakes down your face because it made them feel better about yeah. their choices. Yeah, 100%. I think, honestly, that's it in a nutshell. Nice. <laughs> Next question. Move on. <laughs> to be honest, actually, yeah, like, why do they want me to jump like them? That, uh, like... What, what could that person do about it? Honestly, see, go back to what we said earlier about like people trying to control you to make, mm. like, because that's their insecurities and their fears. And like, maybe you could have a little compassion for them and where they're at. Yes. So instead of having the friction, mm -hmm. um, you know, like people make fun of my food, right? Yes. But they never try and change me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, you literally took a photo of my snacks yeah. the other day. Oh my god. She even put it on Instagram. Um, that's how funny it was. So everybody, yeah. I still don't get the joke. Everybody was flabbergasted, by the way. <laughs> um, Anne had a tongue and it was two florets and some broccoli, raw broccoli. Oh my god. Not cup or anything. And just two whole carrots. Not peeled, not even like the ends chopped off or cut into little sticks. <laughs> Anne woke up, looked in her vegetable cupboard and went, I dissolved it. Put a lid on and kept the tray. And it's like, why do people not want to eat vegetables? Why not? Why do you not want to be like this, guys? I was just like, oh God. Oh no, that's so funny. Okay. But you're right, nobody is trying to change yeah, you. Nobody tries to change me. So why is that? Let's go back to that confidence that. thing again. So people will make fun of me because they know I can take it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, they know it doesn't hurt me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, 
I'm not going to like go away and just eat cake because Bess put a picture of my carrot and broccoli on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. I mean, she shouted me big time. <laughs> but also, I'm not trying to make it a secret and it's like I'm not embarrassed by it and I don't feel vulnerable mm. about it. And so I think maybe sometimes when people are trying to eat well, they are a bit vulnerable about their diet. Yeah, and they're still, they have kind of that, you're trying to be a healthier person, but in your head, you maybe still don't quite feel there. Mm. So the identity's that, not moved. You know, so yeah. your confidence isn't there with that. Yeah. Absolutely. And if they're making fun of you um, and what you're eating, like, honestly, just make fun of them. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> no wonder you look like that. <laughs> yeah, don't do judge that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay, so, uh, yeah, I think that's that in a nutshell. That's a good question. I think a lot of folk will... Uh, a lot of people will feel like that um let me see oh this one right okay this isn't that it's not her question this um but it's a really good question and i forget that people don't know this is fruit good or bad hmm. i know you say <laughs> i've got my glasses on gotta make it bigger um is fruit good or bad i know you say eat lots of fruit and veg but isn't fruit full of sugar i've been limiting how much of it i eat but because you keep saying lots of fruit and veg, I'm wondering if I might be wrong. Fruit, yes or no? Please say yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, Pretty much. Um, that old narrative of uh, fruit is just sugar comes from that weird messed up diet culture. Probably the company that perpetuated that was trying to sell some sort of product yeah. some sort of like detox or yeah. like just drink this shake and you'll lose loads of weight wow. like whatever it was um it was probably Cadbury trying to sell you back into if you're eating the sugar you might as well eat a chocolate bar right like and I don't get this that often but it does still come up people do still avoid fruit mm -hmm. I say I don't get it that often. Actually, I think I do get it quite often still. Yeah, no, that's what, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. like people are like, I'm avoiding, and they'll tell me like in a way like, like I'm gonna approve. Mm -hmm. So I've not been eating much fruit, and I'm like, please eat the fruit, yeah, eat please the eat the fruit. Yeah. What are you eating instead of fruit? You're probably eating crap. Yeah, that, that. Yeah, let's weigh this up. <laughs> mm -hmm. So yeah, your fruits, man, like, see for people that are struggling with the veg. Yeah. Eat the fruit. Eat the fruit, do, <laughs> eat the fruit. And the, Reality of you eating too much fruit, very unlikely. Yeah. Very unlikely. I watched a program where somebody ate ten apples in a day. Yeah. That's borderline where we'd be like, maybe a bit too much fruit then. Like but, I mean that's the that's like the carrot and baked bean diet, it's mm -hmm. like the apple diet. <laughs> but they were eating ten apples a day and they were wondering why they weren't losing weight and I was like, that's a hefty amount of calories in apples, like <laughs> On top of all the other things that they were that, doing as well, so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they weren't just eating that. So yeah, your fruit like has such a massive place in your diet, yeah, massive, totally. and great for snacks. Like most fruit comes like in its own little package, mm -hmm. you know, like an apple, perfectly packaged, right? A banana, perfectly packaged. Bananas, yeah. Yeah. Was um, yeah. EC uh, saying like newsflash, like women eats two bananas in a day and doesn't die. That, that. <laughs> people like. Oh, banana's got the same calories as a chocolate bar. And it's a banana. It's okay. <laughs> like the new, there was a, do you know, there was a, a meme or a Facebook post that went around like about seven or eight years ago and it was everywhere. And it was two pieces of toast, one with Nutella, I think it had on it, another with avocado. And it was like, you know, calorie content on each and whatever. 
and people literally were showing me this like as evidence that I was wrong. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, okay, so the nutrient density, we're still having this conversation. Mm-hmm. These were not people that I hadn't had this conversation with before, mm-hmm. but it's like that loss of understanding, like yeah. where people are only looking at the calories. Yes, yes. And they're forgetting about the nutrient quality. Mm-hmm. How that's going to make you feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the nutrients in an avocado, avocados are one of those like few foods that's quite close to being a sort of superfood in itself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got so much going for it that, mm-hmm. like, eat the avocado, maybe yeah. not so much the Nutella. Eat the fruit. Eat the fruit. And an avocado is a fruit, by the way. Is it? I always wonder. Yes. Uh, right, I think we'll do one more. Um, okay. Okay, right. I basically, like, oh no, what's yeah, this one gonna be? <laughs> Again, this is something I wouldn't say I come across it a lot, I do come across it. I've been cutting out carbs and lost loads of weight. My wife says my breath stinks and I'm bad tempered. <laughs> I'm not sure what to do. I'm a 36 year old male in CrossFit four times a week. It might also be relevant that I feel like I don't enjoy training as much. My progress has stalled recently. It used to be the best part of my day. Now I have to make myself go. I feel great about the weight loss and I'm scared. Oh, okay. Okay. And I'm scared to add carbs back in. Mm-mm. What can I do? Oh, add the carbs back in. Add <laughs> There's your answer. Just stop. Let's... Great about the weight loss. Not... Mm. This is what we were talking about last week about losing weight and feeling shite when you do it. You don't need to cut carbs out, especially if you're doing CrossFit. Carbs aren't making you fat. It's too many calories. There's loads of ways to go about creating that weight loss without cutting carbs out. There's no need to cut anything out. No, here. God. Any diet that tells you to cut something out. Just We're eat. talking like protein carbs fat here. Yeah, your macros. Um, and, but like also, if they tell you to cut out like, you know, Twinkies, then maybe. Yeah, fair enough. But that your carbs, like adding your carbs back in, it can be unprocessed carbs potato rice you know even oats you can eat some of your oats so i think like i think there's two parts to this one is just the basic nutritional element mm-hmm. like their crossfit is suffering they're like uh, it might be relevant <laughs> that i don't i don't like training as much Maybe. it definitely is yeah, but definitely. i can see how there's a big psychological thing going on here so this person has successfully lost weight doing something that's actually relatively hard to do yeah. Okay, so they've successfully done that, they feel good about that, they feel good about the weight loss, but then there's these payoffs. Mm-hmm. So their wife's saying their breath stinks and that they're bad tempered, which can definitely, uh, expect, like, I know plenty of people that are perfectly successful in the keto diet and I've not got anything against the keto diet. Like it can be perfectly good for some people and it's good for some medical conditions and blah, blah, blah. Um, but see when you then bring in high intensity exercise Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. different story yeah also be careful of people's anecdotal stories yes so there's i always get that people are like oh ultra runner x y and z does keto i'm like cool cool i'm sure they do and i'm sure they and i'm like i'm sure they do great i have no idea if they would do better if they weren't on keto i don't know maybe not maybe it suits them because guess what you're unique. I was about to say, it's not relevant to you. Yeah, you're unique. So 
be careful of being certain that you have the answer mm -hmm. because you've seen some evidence that something has worked okay so this person that i love this because it's complex they've lost the weight they feel great about the weight loss and they mm -hmm. don't want to ruin that mm -hmm. and i get that yeah. so hard i get that but then they've got this payoff where uh <laughs> their breath stinks because so, like that, that happened with the, the um, low carbs uh, and the bad temper as well if they're trying to do that high intensity exercise along with it also they might not be ketogenic like so they might be hitting keto and then coming out of that because it's yes. actually really hard to be in ketosis yeah. like it takes a tiny amount of carbs yeah. and you're, you're no you're longer stop eating some. so like they're they could be fluctuating because they, they just say they say they cut out carbs but i'm not sure if they really understand what that means mm -hmm. um but they don't enjoy training anymore. I mean, come on, that used to be the best part of their that, day. Yeah, that's when you know whatever you're doing. Like, mm -hmm. is the payoff worth it? That, no. Like, mm -hmm. what's going on here? It's like, I've lost the weight, I feel like crap. Is more or less what they're saying, or they're saying their wife thinks they feel like crap. <laughs> I'd be interested to know if they're tracking food, like tracking their calories. Um, One, if they're eating too little calories. You know, we're blaming the carbs here. Yeah, okay. That, yeah. you know, that is yeah. the it's probably both though yeah. you know if you're cutting out a whole food group and you're losing weight if you've lost weight rapidly you're probably very little car uh, calories mm -hmm. um, yeah so just to hold on that point for a minute yeah so if you've lost weight because you've cut out carbs initially you'll get a bump in weight loss because yeah. of water retention yeah. so you'll lose a bunch of weight initially maybe in the first week or so you might lose about a, a dump of weight and you'll be like, oh my god, I found the holy grail. You've not. If you then continue to lose weight, it's because you're eating less calories. Yes. Not because you've cut out carbs. Thank you. Preach. I'm in. Mm -hmm. And I think that is so important for people to understand. Yes. And I think, I think maybe that's where this question applies to more people. Mm -hmm. Because I hear versions of this a lot. And there's a wee spin-off to this as well, where people will say to me, um and they'll be very proud of themselves oh yeah I, so i've cut out carbs and i'll be like i doubt it <laughs> wrong <laughs> because what they really mean is that they've maybe stopped eating pasta or they've stopped eating bread or they've stopped eating which you know in most cases good good yeah i was about to say good yeah you know so there, sometimes there's a little bit confusion about confusion about what people are using carbs to mean processed food cut that out mm -hmm. right but they're not maybe realizing that when they say carbs carbs are things with carbohydrate in them mm -hmm. and really to we could sit here and name a ton of foods that yes. are protein that are fat that are carbs so that people understand what those macros are but the easiest way to learn is to track everything you eat mm -hmm. in an app like my fitness pal yeah. and you'll start to see you'll record your chicken you'll see how much protein meat's got in it You'll record your veggies, you'll see how many carbs they've got in them, mm -hmm. and you'll start to get a real better overview of like what foods contain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um so yeah, for the for this guy, I mean the advice would be what Beth said, like check your calories. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, like I mean, doing 36 year old guy doing CrossFit four times a week. Yeah. Like we don't know how many calories he's eating, but the implication that he's so low in energy and everything. That like means that his calories are probably low yeah um 
he should really be eating some carbs for crossfit 100%. as well and if you track your calories you'll also know how much carbs you're eating and if you really are eating no carbs yeah you know without any more information about the guy his height his weight like how hard he's training what weights he's lifting and all that we can't be prescriptive about the number of calories or the number of carbs or the protein or anything um yeah like that's the advice is uh record your food yeah assess like your calorie intake like for a 36 year old guy can crossfit four times a week now I, I hesitate to give a numbers there i was yeah i'd hesitate but what i will say is if he's only eating 1500 calories it's not enough nah, yeah <laughs> pick a number to assess with yeah. if your weight goes up you need to cut back you've got to lose weight you know etc etc um i think that's a really interesting problem though because you know they've done this positive thing that they're really pleased with but they've got this horrible payoff and they're trying to find that balance and I think that um, my progress has stalled recently and it used to be the best part of my day and I had to make myself go. I think that's quite common. I've had versions of that question where people are like looking at their performance yes. and they're not sure why it's not as good as they mm -hmm. feel like it should be. Sometimes that's just a little bit of like disproportionate yeah, feeling about where they're at. That, yeah. um, but sometimes it's like just like energy output. Are you fueling yourself with enough energy to have that output? And I would say that's a very common CrossFit problem. Yeah. It's probably common in other sports as well that I'm less familiar with. But I think that desire to look a certain mm -hmm. way and to perform certain ways um, shows up in CrossFit quite a lot. And people underfueling themselves. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really hope that helps. I really do. Um, those questions were fabulous. Weren't they? Yeah, mm -hmm. really, really good. Uh, we would welcome more. Any, yeah, any <laughs> yeah. leave them in the comments. Yeah. yeah. Any questions at all, even questions added on to like what we've talked about today, would be fantastic. Um, I think that's probably us for today. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's great. Yeah, thank you, Ben. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> the pleasure is always on. <laughs> uh, and we will be back shortly. Yes. With another one. See you in the next episode. Bye for now.